You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly Martin, and this is episode 100. Now, I can't believe that I've made it to 100 episodes. I would have liked to celebrate it with a special something, but it just seemed to suddenly creep up on me, and and here I am, 100 episodes out in the world. This once-shy introvert, still speaking. And I really wanted to thank all of my listeners both both old and new for your support and because without you I wouldn't keep going with this it's very encouraging when I hear from you and what you think about my podcasts and when you share with other people now in today's episode I'm going to talk about being offended now you'd probably have to be living off the grid to not see how offended people in the world are today with the recent riots, looting and and protests in the USA and globally, with political divisions and, and conflict taking place. Alongside this pandemic, we're all learning to adjust to humanity is just struggling. And on many levels, we're finding it hard to cope with change and to cope with uncertainty. And a way of doing this is focusing on what is wrong, what needs to change, and an attempt to control what is happening too. Now, with being offended, like most people, I get offended. Not as easily as I used to. I used to react all of the time. I've come to terms with my own character and my personality more who I am, and by doing so, this acceptance has naturally meant that when people attack, criticise, or attempt to make me wrong, it falls off my shoulders more readily. However, there are times when I'm, I'm more offended than others, but not as much as I used to be, which is a great relief for me. Now, the thing that, the thing about being offended is that we can only be offended by something if we think we are right and that the other person is wrong. The fact of the matter is that nobody can offend us. We offend ourselves. It is our choice to be offended. And it's often based on prejudice or conditioning that comes from a a highly irrational place. 
Now, because being offended comes from a non-rational place, it's pointless to try and convince people not to be offended. And I know this only too well. This past week, I've, I've had an interesting mix of messages on this subject. It's been fascinating to watch as an observer two seemingly opposing groups or factions in society, both being offended by, by what I have to say, on two entirely different but similar topics. On the one hand, I wrote on Facebook how I felt that the far left were becoming more dangerous and we needed to watch out for this. I'm not right-wing or left-wing, but somewhere in the middle. I used to be what people label left-wing and probably far left-wing at one point in my life. So I shared how I was offended by a white woman being beaten up during the current rioting in the USA when protecting her business. I was also offended by a protester who was literally defecating on a police car while other protesters took photos of it. I didn't share what I was also upset by. I was also upset by the man who was killed by the police officer. But a lot of things have upset me in what's happening. It's troubling when it is to many others who just don't share everything that we're upset by. But what I received in response was something others are calling virtue signalling. I was basically informed that my being offended by what I was offended by was not the right thing to be offended by. In other words, there are far more virtuous things to be offended by. So I took a trip from Facebook over to Twitter and I witnessed the power and influence of words. Now, a man shared a video of a white and black religious community who were sharing support for one another. The white community were on their knees praying, asking for forgiveness for their racism as a community, as just globally, whatever. The black community were in tears, visibly very moved, open-hearted and deeply thankful. Now, the man who shared this video simply said, what do you think about this? I thought nothing of it, so... I looked at the video, unbiased, no prejudice. I just looked at it with open eyes. My heart was open and I was in a pretty calm place. I didn't expect anything. And because of my life experience practicing something called Ho'oponopono, which is all about forgiveness, love and compassion, doing this in groups, I saw in this video a gesture of love honouring and solidarity. I didn't see the video as something that was telling me I must bow down and apologise for my personal sins as a white person. I just saw a community coming together in the way 
that they personally felt was right for them. Now, following this, I posted my thoughts. And I was probably one of two people who saw the video in this way. Nearly every other commenter, commenter, <laughs> is it commenter or commentator? Anyway, uh, there was a lot of them. They thought it was disgusting, sick, virtue signaling, even sacrilege. And I received a lot of flack for putting my experience of the video across differently. In their eyes, I was supposed to be offended because they were. Now, follow this up with another person sharing the exact same video. Instead of saying, what do you think of this? They labelled it disgusting. Their words deeply influenced the comments even more. Now, if I had seen the video from the, the latter person first, I might well have allowed myself to be influenced and see in that video a bunch of virtue signalling staged for the camera people. But I am glad that I didn't. So what happened on Facebook was that we had what you could label left-wing people saying I was not being offended by the right thing. And on Twitter, I had right-wing people saying I was not being offended by the right thing. What's the common thing here? People being offended and people with prejudice. Tarnishing how they view what they see and hear. And this is much more heightened in the world today. There are many people who don't question their prejudices. And we all have prejudices. We can't not have them. We are conditioned from birth, by culture, by our parents, by our teachers, by our peers. Now I do believe we've gone a, a bit bonkers in relation to being offended. I agree that, for example, believing that black lives matter, this shouldn't mean that white lives, lives don't. It also doesn't mean that we ignore when we have greater privileges than other people. But we don't need to demean ourselves to change how we view humanity. Instead, we can shift our views to, let's just see people as a whole. I watched a video yesterday where a white woman was protesting and standing in solidarity for Black Lives Matter. She was shouting at a black woman who was very upset, understandably so, because she was so fed up with being told she is oppressed. She screamed, I am not oppressed, I am free. And I think she has a point. She has made the mental shift and knows it's a personal choice for her. Now this may not feel the same for everyone. If someone is trapped in deeply impoverished circumstances and sees no way out of life, a life of crime, it can feel very hard to feel free. But I think we need to stop being offended for other people and allow other people the freedom to rise on their own. The people protesting for Black Lives Matter need to make sure that black people want to be protested for in this way. Not simply think it's a virtuous piece of solidarity we are doing. When I was a teenager, I marched in London for Youth Against Racism in Europe. And I readily admit, I wasn't really thinking much about the subject. 
I was 16. And as a young person, I was, actually, I think I might have been 15. I was just wanting to belong to the right group of people. I wanted to be part of the in crowd. And I wanted a free trip to London. It was exciting to me. But I wasn't properly, like, properly versed on what we were marching for or against. And I see this today also in mass protests on climate change worldwide. It's not that all people are genuinely passionate about the subject, but a group wanting to come together for a cause, a cause that seems to them to be the right type of cause. And when I'm told I need to be more offended by other things than I am offended by, it's saying that I'm wrong. When people are feeling offended, we feel, well, we feel like we need to stop them being offended. We try and change their minds, but we can't convince them to not be offended. Because being offended is an emotional response coming from a non-rational feeling place. We can't change irrational behaviour with rational arguments. It never works. So the next time you feel offended, ask yourself if it's genuinely warranted. Or are you clouded by prejudice in some way? And when you try to convince someone deeply offended to change their point of view, Remember, your rational argument will never change the point of view of someone in an irrational place. This is something I continuously need to learn, and I'm not great at, I must admit. But I'm willing to look at this. So thank you very much for listening to this 100th episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. If you have a question or topic you are struggling with, and if you'd like me to answer an upcoming podcast episode, please get in touch. Your name will be confidential. Email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com or message me on Facebook via my page Kelly Martin Speaks. And don't forget, if you feel that others are, are passing you by and the not good enough voices screaming loudly, pop by kellymartin.co.uk to find out all about my books, including book one, When Everyone Shines But You. You can also support my channel via my podcast page on my website, kellymartinspeaks.co.uk, via PayPal, or you can buy me a coffee via coffee. All donations welcome. Thank you very much. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.